Welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious or just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Hey, real quick, before we get this party started, Sarah and I have an earnest request. We're two best friends making and editing and hosting this podcast, and we would love for you to share this show with your best friend. And follow on your platform of choice. It really helps us to gain more exposure, and we are so grateful for your support. Okay, now on with the show. Three. One fight. Hey, bestie. Hey, bestie. So I've been thinking a lot about this new segment, this Hey, Bestie segment we're doing. And there's so many things that I feel like I can share, but then absolutely nothing at the same time. I woke up in the middle of the night last night and I had the greatest thing. And now I don't remember it at all. No clue. That happens to me all the time, but with tweets, which are so stupid, I don't know why I care so much about it, but I'll like be falling asleep. I'll be like, this is such a good tweet. This is like a go viral tweet. And then I wake up and I'm like, oh, I, all I can think to tweet is like, mm, I like orange juice. Mm, yum, yum, yum. You know? I have to say though, you're a very good Twitter, Twitterer. You are what Twitter is supposed to be. Oh, well, thank you. No, thank you. I, I'm terrible at it. I don't do it anymore. I know you quit when Elon took over. I had a bail. I had a Stanford. If you don't stand for something, you fall for anything. I know. And I took a step back, but then I was like, mm, I should get back there. I well, you have apparently the all these tweets coming at you hot. And then I don't, I can't ever think of it though. I get this feeling. Like, I, I don't know what that is. Like why you can have an idea that's like, this is the best idea I've ever had. Mm. And then it just leaves your head. Like, that doesn't seem fair. It's not fair. You should have a little book next to your nightstand that says four tweets only. Yeah, but then I have to dream journal roll over. And like, I could technically just pull my phone up and tweet them, but I'm always like, save it. And I think that's the problem. That is the problem. My philosophy in life, as you know, as my best friend, if I think of something good, I let you know immediately because I know it's going to escape my body. The yeah. moment I do something else. Yeah. Which that is, why is you true. Get, I should start texting you my tweet ideas. Please do. Because I know at, at seven o'clock in the morning when I get out of the shower and I, cause I had a shower idea. I'm like, I have to send this to Maggie right now. And I know I did one the other day, but I can't tell you what it was. I'd have to pull up my phone to remember, but it was, I, a, I remember. remember thinking this is a really good idea. Sarah, are you ready for your fact? You know, I am. The delicious crunchy inside of Kit Kat bars is made from the crushed up crumbs of rejected Kit Kat bars. So, okay. So when they make the wafer of a Kit Kat, there's a Q&A, not Q&A. What's, what's the word I'm looking for? Quality, Quality control? Call, QC process. And if it doesn't meet that process, then they put it back in the chopper. Chop it back up. And it comes back down the assembly line for making up Kit Kats. 
Okay, so kudos to them for recycling their product. Yeah, because it's not like it doesn't taste good. I bet it just looks fun. Like, oh, this got smushed funny or whatever. So you're now instead of a... Because the way a Kit Kat works, right? It's (laughs) the science of a Kit Kat. Science of a Kit Kat. It's chocolate on the outside. And then on the inside, there's like wafer, wafer, like... Crunchy inside. Crunchy inside. But there's like biscuit things. I don't think it's actually, yeah, I think it's like a biscuit-y, but it's crunched up crumbs. But there's a there's like a wafer, there's like a line, there's a white line. And then on top of that are little crunchies, right? That's a Kit Kat, because it's not solid chocolate. Kit Kat bar insides. Just do, get a Google image and just have it, and we can d- dissect it from there. Yeah, it's like layers of crumbs, like layers of wafer. In between, and in between those wafers is crumpled up wafer or in between those wafers are it does look like in between those wafers is some chocolate crumbs chocolate crumbs i guess like old kit kat bars that's exactly what it is yeah i guess maybe that's what it is that's exactly so the solid chocolate encases the crumbled up kit kats which include wafer and chocolate yes because i think if it was just solid wafer in there it would be too dry yeah, I agree. You got to have that like that's chocolate. what makes a Kit Kat good is it's like there's there's like layers, there's literal layers, layers. So here's a question. Which came first then? Because if they're using old bad Kit Kats to be crumpled up to make the Kit Kat. It's a real chicken and the egg situation. I was thinking it's a Kit Kat in the it's a it's the Kit in the Cat situation. Maybe someone was trying to make Kit Kat. Mr. Kit Kat was trying to make Wait, Kit Kat. It could have been a Mrs. Kit Kat. You're right. In fact, it probably was. It probably was. This is such a genius idea. Absolutely. Mrs. Kit Kat. Yes. Was try- she was like, I need to make a delicious treat that will let my name live on. Her, In fact, her name was Kit Kat. You know yeah. what? Her name was Kit and people called her Kit Kat because she was like fast, like a little kitty cat. They're like, hey, Kit Kat. Yeah. So Kit Kat. Kit Kat was Kit like, Kat. I need to have a, a my legacy live on. And so she tried to make this candy and she's like, this is no good. But she was so resourceful. She was like, I'm going to crumble this up and make it into something else. And thus the Kit Kat was born. Absolutely. Fact, write it down. Fact. You know what? Someone else needs to take that fact and have a react to it, you know? Mm. Stick that fact in your brain and react to it. Done. Well, speaking of react, are you ready to react? I am absolutely ready. Okay, so this fact was the most tasty recycling that I've ever learned of, Mm -hmm. Uh, Kit Kat being turned into more Kit Kats. What is something that you wish you could recycle into more of the same thing over and over again? Like never run out of it. My hair. Doesn't your hair kind of recycle? Yeah, it it does when you're young, but when you become middle-aged, it thins out and it's thinning out for me and I don't like it. And so I have all this hair all over the ground because I'm postpartum, right? Mm-hmm. The hormones are changing. There's, mm. I'm shedding like the dickens. And my once luscious, very thick hair is now medium luscious <sighs> and medium thick. And I'm like, put that back in my head. Let's forever. Yeah. But you still have beautiful it. hair. Like as someone with non-luscious hair, your medium luscious is better than most people's everyday luscious very kind but for those of you who are listening i'm pulling back my hair now so maggie can see this bald spot that i have going on and i'm like i just want that to be filled in again but you got that gray coming in that looks I nice love it. i do look like gray. storm thank you but she has luscious hair 
she has very luscious hair. She probably recycles it. Uh, what would you recycle? Because I was very quick, but that's top of mind for me. You probably have yeah. something better than she Top of mind, top of head. Oh, well, I was like thinking Kit Kat. So I was thinking food and I was mm. thinking like uh, food that I wish I never ran out of. Um, and I think it's probably like cottage cheese. Yeah. Really? You know, I feel like I can all- eat like a whole tub of cottage cheese. I just love it so much. But I, then I always run out of it and then I always want it when I don't have it. And then I get it. And sometimes I get it and it sits in the fridge and then I, you know, forget about it. So for those of you who are listening and not watching this episode, I am making a face full of disgust. Um, it is. And that's surprising because it's cottage cheese. It's making a comeback. It's like the trendiest food. Says who? Me. Oh. And probably like AARP magazine. <laughs> I was in a cottage cheese commercial. There is a Daisy cottage cheese commercial that lives out there in this world where I'm sitting on a stool like a mom does eating a bell pepper and dipping into my cottage cheese, joyfully watching my children run by. So it's very much a real slice of reality. That's like my reality. Except like I had to dip and eat a bell pepper 27 times because the way like I'm turning on the stool as the kids run by, I'm just smiling with my cottage cheese pepper because life is so great. You're probably single-handedly responsible for this new trend of the re- res- resurgence of cottage cheese probably but this was this was a long time ago this was pre-kids it's been a long time it takes a long time for cottage cheese cottage to, cheese to turn you want to know trendy. something spicy about that commercial yeah so when i auditioned they ask you in the audition hey um are you allergic to cottage cheese i'm like no and they were like do you like cottage cheese and i had to say yes because you want the job, right? Yeah. And then they were like, what do you like to eat with cottage cheese? I don't know. I'm not a cottage cheese eater. So many options. So I, I think I just filled the room. I go, you know what? That's a really good question. There's so many options you can eat with cottage cheese. I think that's exactly what I said because I'm like, I don't know. So That's great. You're a good actor yeah. slash liar right up it's time to play friend enemy block yes who of these three celebrities provided will sarah or maggie pick to be their friend to be their enemy and to block from all contact for the rest of their lives let's find out on friend enemy block all right, Maggie, for this friend enemy block we're going back to the 90s most popular sitcoms, Friends. Ooh. And I am curious, out of the three ladies, Monica, Rachel, and Phoebe, who would be your friend, who would be your enemy, and who would you block? Okay, I have to be honest. My knowledge of Friends is mostly just because it's in the zeitgeist, right? Like, I didn't, I'm not like a friend head, right? Like, I wasn't watching friends all the time you know maggie to be honest when i made this i'm like i bet maggie isn't a big friend person but i'm like i'm gonna have her say it and not me because <laughs> you're also not a friend person no i loved friends i oh. have watched the entire these series of friends from the episode one episode one season one all the way to the last season several times okay okay well so let me see if this will be interesting then because this is just based on my 
this is really like I don't really know these people, but I know of them. Right. Okay. So let me be judgmental about it. Okay. Um, I think my friend would be Phoebe. Mm-hmm. She's quirky. She's fun. She has a cat song, Smelly Cat. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. which I think would be great entertainment. She seems like a good friend. You know, she seems like she shows up. She's not trying to like date your brother. Um, you know, she seems like a good good friend. Uh, I think my enemy would be Rachel. Mm. I think she is a little drama, but I think uh, she's also fun. I think I would keep her keep her close, you know, um, but she has a little drama. She seems like everything's kind of about her. Right. So mm-hmm. um, I would I would be her enemy, but she would still be showing up on my feed. And then for blocking, I think I would block Monica. From what I understand, she's um, she is just like kind of neurotic. It might be a little intense. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just don't think that I want Monica to be my friend. Interesting. Did I do, did I do well? Did, no I, right did I get wrong. their archetypes though? Did um, I get like. For the most part, that is the archetypes, but there's nuances to each one of them, right? Okay. So I think yours is probably what most people would say. Okay, good. I would though. So Monica is neurotic and she's uptight. She's like that classic character. F that everything perfect. I can relate to her, but I would keep her as my friend for a couple reasons. One, she's a chef. She's an impeccable chef and she loves cooking for her friends. She loves having people over and having meals and cooking for her friends and caring for them. She loves doing for her friends, you know? And I'm like, I, I want that person in my life. That's you know? fair. And yeah. So I, if I were to, with that information, I'm going to swap, actually, I'm going to swap Monica and Rachel. Yes. That's what I would do. I'm going to be Monica's Rachel. enemy, but I'm still going to be in her feed. Maybe oh, I'm okay. still like invited to her holiday party, okay. but we're not like day to day. That's fair. Yeah. So I would block Rachel because honestly, when you look at the show and you look at Rachel's character, what did she bring? What did she bring besides herself? She crashed with Monica at her apartment. She hooks up with Monica's brother. And then they were clearly on a break, you know, and she gets mad. So there's a whole season about this break nonsense. And then she hooks. Anyways, she's a mess. She's bringing a lot of drama. She's bringing a lot of drama. And I'm like, I don't want, I don't want that drama. So she would be my block. I would block her. Phoebe would be my enemy because I love Phoebe's energy. I love her energy. I love that she comes with new ideas and she's an artist, this through and through. But I'm like, that's a little much for me. Like, that's fair. It's a little much. It's a little much. And so she wouldn't be my best friend. She'd be in my circle, like you said, for fun, because she's fun. But that's all. I, I don't think it goes deeper than that. Do you think that you are Monica and I am Phoebe? If there, if we had to typecast ourselves, yes. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that we've chosen each other to be our enemies <laughs> and ourselves to be our friends. <laughs> what does that say about us, though? You know, I I'll be thinking about this for hours. That was cute. Thanks to all our friends and enemies for playing along.
we've reached the point in our program where we must thank our Patreon supporters. Unstable Topics may not have a Patreon or any paid subscribers, but that won't stop Sarah and Maggie from pretending they do in this game of makeup up starting with a randomly generated name. Oh, Sarah, I just got the alert on our fictional Patreon that we had a subscriber. Fantastic. Who? Um, wow, I don't want to get this name wrong. Um, I have gone to behind the curtain. I've gone to randomnamegenerator.com and it has told me that our Patreon is Abiola Maylock. Abiola? Abiola. Oh my gosh. Is that the same Abiola that runs the cafe down the street from you? Yes, I think that is. Abiola is known for the coffee, the wine, the pastries. It's fantastic. It's fantastic because she does. Every time I come to your house, though, I have to stop before and get a pastry. I don't, I haven't told you that because I don't ever buy you one. So I didn't want to be like, show up with just one. Right. You have to eat that in your car and then you have to eat all the crumbs off of your body because they're so crumb, like pastry. Crumbs. Oh my gosh, you're fantastic. It's like a patisserie, a patis, what's the thing? Patis, patis, patisseria? Yeah, do it in your French. Do your French, Maggie. Let me hear it. Pat, patis, I don't know. Yeah, that's it. Patisserie? Mm-hmm. Patisserie. Sure. Yeah, Abiola is, um, that's probably why, because I've, I've been there, but I, you know, when I go into cafes like Abiola's, I try to make friends with people, but they never seem to want to be my friend. And hmm. so That's it's surprising. probably actually your consistent patronage of her cafe that has. Wait, do you not buy anything when you're there? Oh, no, I buy stuff. Oh, you but do. I always so you like, don't just try sit and table. talk. What? You don't just sit at a table and use her Wi-Fi. No, 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 no. I would never. I always buy something. What do you buy? I always buy the croissant. Croissant. Uh, but is that it? Is you just buy the croissant? Do you and how long do you stay though? Yeah, well, the croissant's only a dollar fifty, so I'm gonna buy the croissant and then stay. I stay until all day. I stay there all day. So just to recap, I, I pop in, pop out. I get like one of the scones, or I get like one of those um, with the jellies on the top. I don't know what. Oh called. yeah, those Danishes. That, yeah, the Danishes. And so at least I'm sitting back like five or six bucks, and I'm popping in, popping out again. This is on the way to fair. your house. That's fair. And and you you stay all day and you buy a dollar fifty croissant. Yeah, I do. I'm sorry, Abiola. Thank you for supporting the Patreon, um, even though I'm a trash human. Thank you to this fictional Patreon and all our adoring fans who are figments of our imagination. We couldn't do it without you. Thank you so much for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love a review, subscribe, or for you to share this with a friend you think would like it. Or all three of those things. You can do all three and make our day and help us grow. If longer than three minute podcast is too much for you, you can always catch an abbreviated version of our show over on Jam by texting unstable topics to 552266. And you can catch more of our antics on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok under the username The Monthly Junk or at themonthlyjunk.com. Bye. Peace. Peace.